the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. WCGL 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. I'm here. I am here, and I'm happy to be here because there's a lot of places I could have been elsewhere, especially the way our city's been acting. But before I dig into that, I definitely want to say hello. She's working hard. Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. What's up, Nancy? Hey, how are you, Darian? That's my girl right there. She was shooting targets last weekend. Well, you know, I never went. Oh. (laughs) So the paper people are okay. The paper people are okay. (laughs) (laughs) For one day. Well, they got a little trouble coming because when Nancy get a hold of them, they going to be in some trouble. Yes, sir. All right. Check it out, y'all. I got a new mothership. Yes. And I didn't. I learned from the last time. You know, last time I put my mothership on and I was letting everybody know, stuff happened to me. And it actually happened to me twice. But I got a new mothership. And I'm in the process of selling the old mothership. And what's funny, I actually went to Kelly Blue Book Value on cars. And I went and looked up my car. And I was asking way lower than what the Kelly Blue Book price is. And I'm like, why the hell would I do that? That's crazy. So, but I am in the process of selling her. And if you're interested, you could always call me at 877-711-5611. But you know the big gray car that I was driving, the gray expedition. And I actually took a little bit of advice from one of the show hosts that are here, Jared Dillian. He does Monday through Friday. He's a money guy. Now you know a rich guy. Man, Jared has some pretty good ideas, and he and I think a lot alike. If I were a millionaire, I would be thinking like J.D. J.D. is brilliant, and but with him, he did a few moves that were a little bit different than me, and he's making some dividends on it. But I did take his advice. Get a car when you can. I don't need a new car. I didn't need it, but I wanted one, and I felt like, you know what? Let me give somebody else an opportunity because my gray baby, I mean, she was incredible. I called her new mothership. I referred to her as Sheba, and my gray one, I referred to her as Ruth. So if you know anything about those ladies in the good book, they are incredible. So you might want to look them up, and that's who I named my cars after because I do not get pets. I'm not doing a pet. I'm not a pet guy. Can't be a pet, but I just don't care. I had two children, and they are on their way to college. But I remember when they couldn't walk, they couldn't talk, and I cleaned up enough poop from them. So, no, I'm not cleaning up dog poop. I'm not cleaning up cat poop. It's not happening. You know, my man Randellius, he is on his way out the building. That is the Michael Jordan of WCGO, man. If I can be better than anybody, I aim to be better than him. But he's light years ahead of me. So, but I got a new mothership, and when you when they finally let us back into the lounges, you will see the new mothership. And I'm not putting her on Facebook. I'm, you know, I may send a picture here and there, but I'm not making a big deal out of it because I want her to survive. <laughs> and the thing is, once people put two and two together, they may look at me like, I don't know, man. I think I want to bother his car. Don't bother my car, y'all. It's really just a car. It's not as great as you think it is, but. It cost me a pretty penny. So I am going to sell my truck to make up the dividends for the payment that I paid for this new mothership. 
So let's get into it, man. It was 70 people shot over the weekend. 11 fatalities. That's ridiculous. And I actually had a conversation with a couple of my frat brothers. And I will say that the majority of my frat brothers are members of the Fraternal Order of Police, or they do protect, serve and protect. I mean, they're security officers. A lot of them are, are um, the officers that take care of the confined inmates. <laughs> but they all are responsible citizens when it comes to gun control. And I always voice my disopinion. Is that a word, disopinion? I be making up stuff here, man. If you don't think that's a word, call me at 877-711-5611. But I do express my opinion to them, and a lot of it is negative towards guns. I'm one, the first one to say, we don't need them. And a lot of people look at me sideways like, man, what's wrong with you? If somebody come after my family, if somebody comes after me, if somebody comes, I'm going to be ready for them. I believe you. And the people that I'm talking to right now, they're not the ones on the street. They are the citizens who are being safe and who are paying attention to how gun safety is supposed to go. My frat brothers challenged me. They was like, man, look, I want my guns. If I need to protect my family at 3 in the morning, I don't want to go rent one because my stance is I'm not trying to get rid of guns. That horse is out the barn, man. That, that's not going to happen. I don't think there's any politician in the world that's been built or one that's on his way, one that hasn't even been born yet. What do you think about that? I don't think they're going to be able to get rid of the guns. The American citizens are standing strong, standing fast. They will not relinquish their guns. But you can't beat me over the head every weekend and tell me that 70 people have been shot, 11 are fatal. I don't want to hear that. But it happens. And that's because the media is in control of that. It is. You can say what you want. The media are the ones that tell us about all the gun violence. They will run to a gun violence story over a lottery winner any day. And you know it. I mean, come on, lottery winners, it's one in a million. But how many people get shot? 70 <laughs> were shot, and there's 11 fatalities. But my stance on guns, and a lot of you may have the same stance, and don't be afraid to say it. You can call me, 877-711-5611. You can leave it on my Facebook page. You can text me. But I'm one that believes that guns need to go away. I personally think that everybody's gun should go away. But guess what, y'all? If we tried to take the guns away and it doesn't work, you can do it again and say, all right, we tried to do it without the guns. It don't work. We bring the guns back. See, the one thing, and that's part of the show that we're going to be covering, and I'll mention it later, but you have to be able to accept something different. Okay, I want to get rid of guns. I'm one of a few. Maybe I'm one of many, but it's just me saying this right now. You don't have to, like, you ain't got to like it. You can call me and I'm like, D, go screw yourself. I don't want to hear that. I need my gun. If somebody bigger than me comes up on me, if somebody that looks different than me, ooh, what about that? Let that breathe for a minute. Just because they look different, you want to grab your gun. Guess what? It happens. But we have to be willing to do something different. And if you're still trying to hold on to this gun and you want it to change, well, if they got guns, then we need to put harder restrictions on them. We need to make the wait time go from three months to five months. Well, guess what? You're going to wait because you're responsible. The other dudes ain't waiting. The criminals, they're not waiting. The rogue officers are not waiting. 
The people who it doesn't matter to are not waiting. And guess what? The crowd of them is way smaller than the crowd of you who are being controlled citizens who are the ones that are willing to wait, the ones that are using their guns responsibly. It's not you. It's the other people. It's the ones who go and score guns in Arkansas, and then they sneak them back across the border, and then they sell them to the children in the neighborhoods. And those are the ones who are using the guns. I cannot imagine for the life of me why a seven-year-old is shot. They showed people. I mean, this, this funeral. Oh, my gosh. Really? Really? You got mad, and this person has expired. They were killed by gun violence. So what do you do? You and your thugs, you get together, and you say, you know what, y'all? Let's go shoot up the funeral home. And people are running for their lives, man. And with the videos and everybody's phone, everybody, the police have videos built in their 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 uh their vest. Let's say that. You can be seen. Everybody can see you. It's not back in the day where somebody gets shot and you hide. I wish they had the camera phones working. I wish cameras were running when my classmate got killed. Erica, rest in peace. But check this out, though, y'all. I did say I wanted to give independent artists a chance. And this independent artist right here, her name is Ramona Hernandez, and she used to come to my karaoke sets. She's taking it to the booth, and she is blessing us with some gospel. I want to give her a little time. What state are we covering? WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. You are listening to Ramona Hernandez with Victory. To the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. You're listening to some great sounds right there. That individual, he works very hard. I know him personally, and he will definitely give you everything he's got on the microphone. You're listening to D-Silk, y'all. I love it. Lick your tummy. Mm, where his mind at? <laughs> so, we were covering, and we're going to get to what we're covering, the actual state. But I do want to hit a couple of topics before I go, man. And I'm, I'm going to kind of fly through the ones that I missed, and then I'm going to get – I'm flying through them all because I want to touch them. I just want to say, first off, our new superintendent, <laughs> Superintendent Brown, bruh, I love you, and I know what you're trying, man, but you are the sound of one hand clapping in the wind. It's not happening for you. And it's not that it's, you're doing something wrong. You're trying. But – when you call in the, the National Guard on peaceful protesters, it's never a good look. I don't care what you say, what you do. It's not a good look. And I know that those peaceful protesters can be a handful. They get aggressive. 
And who do we send first before we send the National Guard? <laughs> we send the police. I feel so bad for the police right now. And I don't, you know, I don't care what color you are. I'm sorry, black police, white police, Asian police, Latino police, all of y'all are just looped into such a bad bunch. One of my police friends called in last week, man, Officer Wood. I love him. And he got my back, man. But when I look at him and he does it, you think I'm smooth? That brother is smooth as ice. He is so cold. He's smooth with it. That's right. I said ice. Ice is blue, just to let you know. <laughs> I got a lot of people mad right now. But I feel so bad for him and his staff and his team because nobody wants to see them coming because they're not coming for anything good. And then when they do come for you, I'm not giving them an easy time. But, well, I wouldn't fight with Greg. Greg is a way over 6'5", and he kind of like, I think Greg can get with you. I'm not even about to attempt to try him. And no matter how much I've been working out, and I've been slacking lately. I've had shoulder problems, and I said, I'm, I'm going to take it easy, and I feel like I'm getting fat again. I just smashed two donuts, y'all. They were huge, and I smashed them. Fat boy food is what I called it. So I'm going to get back on my thing. I just I had to let the shoulder heal. I mean, it was hurting too bad, and I don't think a doctor could have fixed it because I felt like it was inside the bone, but it, it hurt, so I just had to stop for a minute. I mean, I'm not preparing for any games or anything. I'm old, but I want to look good. But when I see the police coming, they never get the benefit of the doubt. But now that we've got cameras, and now people are urging, turn your cameras on these police. Nobody wants to be on camera, but these dudes are going to stop it. I don't want to see another knee. And you would think that because of the knee that went to George Floyd's neck, stopped. Mm -mm, no. That's because that's how they learned. How do you stop doing what you've been doing for a year, five years, ten years? They got to stop it. And they will. I believe that they will. You got to believe, man. My nephew sent me a post, and I don't, you know I don't call my nephews nephew. I call him Jenkins. His question was, are space aliens real? Do you believe in them? And me being the ultimate pessimist, the, the pessimistic optimist. How about that? <laughs> I don't believe in space aliens. I don't think they're coming to us because it's not their time. I believe that the other planets will have extraterrestrial life, but I think they're not going to have it until we have our time. And probably in the next 2,000, 3,000 years, we'll start having extraterrestrials because humans will learn interdimensional travel. But it's not happening right now. And we can pretend and we can make up things. And when you look at these shows, I'm a huge rabbit fan of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a bad show right now. I mean, the first few seasons was dope. But this last season is like, oh, they are stumbling to the finish line and what can they do, especially with COVID-19. I wanted to touch COVID-19 for a minute. You all do realize we're regressing in COVID-19. They're ready to shut down restaurants and pubs again. Not cool. It sucks. And I'm kind of going to tie in both with this, the restaurants closing and sports coming back. <clears throat> How do you feel about that? Call me. <clears throat> I'm choking over here. 877-711-5611. What do you think about the bars regressing and having to shut down again and that sports are opening up? I'm going to tell you what I think about it. I think we needed, and this is what should have happened back in March. It should have been a complete shutdown, like how Italy did. 
We should have had a complete shutdown. Everything should have just come to a screeching halt and just flat out stopped. Because with America trying to do things and, and weasel their way through and tell you, oh, well, wear your mask and stand six feet away, that's not working. And we've tried that. And we've tried it. And then they got these tests. The first batch of the tests were bad. So this pandemic has been fumbled and handled badly the whole time. We need to do better. Because telling us to keep a mask on, look, man, it's 95 degrees outside. It's not comfortable. You get a lot of people saying, well, you know what? They should be comfortable. You should just take it. You should deal with it. No, screw that. Just shut us down, man. Shut me down for 30 days. I think 30 days will make a big difference. And then when people were passing away at the beginning, what did they say to us? Everything is COVID-19. People were getting shot. That was COVID-19. People were having cancer. That's COVID-19. They did way too much, too much wrong. But guess what? We get a chance to do it again. That's why I keep crying about gun violence. Look, if what I'm saying is not enough and it's not working, you can do something else. You know, instead of making my president get a four-year term, do a two-year term. Turn it around quickly. Don't just sit back and wait. And if you're sitting back waiting and you're sitting back and just they're going to figure it out, you're a jackass. I'm calling you out. Because it's not about just they're going to fix things. They're going to vote. My vote doesn't count. They're going to do. They're going to do. They're going to do. Screw that. Fix it. Let's do something with that, y'all. What state are we covering? We're going to talk about it next. This is the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590. Let's go. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America Show. And I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America Show, which airs every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 a.m. and 95.9 f.m. in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGO Radio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it. Rate it and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. And welcome back to the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590, Samuel Cash, 95.9 FM. What state are we covering today? I've been holding off on it, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. We are covering the state of change. And I'm going to dig into a few of the topics that I have, even the ones that I missed. But change, it's important. Change is inevitable. You have to be willing to accept change. Do you remember once upon a time? See, you know somebody's about to talk about change when they say, do you remember? Do you remember? Ah, Yeah, I remember. I remember the 90s. I love the outfits in the 90s, man. I was watching one of the movies from back in the day and... You saw the, the the security guard come out with the box haircut with the part in the side. He had the big oversized suit with the double breast and it was loud, but I still got his message. It was something to do. It was change. 
Change is inevitable. We have to have change. I need change. I mean, hey, let's talk about the sports. And I'm kind of tying that into where we're going. But sports is different. They have baseball with no fans. And people are upset about it. I remember playing baseball in front of just the park and no fans and cars driving past. You know, we may have had to run in traffic to go get the ball. It happens. But it's change. You have to be prepared for it. You know, we're going, COVID-19 is the biggest change that we've dealt with. And we're regressing in COVID-19. How do you feel about that? You got to feel some kind of way. And you can call me at 877-711-5611 and tell me what it is you're doing about the COVID pandemic. People are still traveling. I wanted to go somewhere so bad. (laughs) Ooh, I did not want a social gathering. I wanted to be in Jamaica. Yama Rastafari. (laughs) I wanted to get out of here. Even if it wasn't Jamaica, I wanted to go to Florida. I wanted to go to California. I wanted to go to Vegas. Man, I wanted to go somewhere. Nope. That's change. But are you willing to continue to change? Look, y'all, I mentioned it earlier, and I'll say it again. We need to stay in the house for 30 straight days, everybody. I need the landlords, and I'm real upset with certain landlords. They're putting people out right now. Bruh, you can't do that. I don't care how inconvenient this person is. Right now, your money needs to be at a standstill. We need to just freeze the entire economy. Freeze it where it's at. Don't charge anybody anything. If you're telling us, look, y'all got to stay in the house for 30 days, so I'm not going to charge any rent for 30 days. I'm not going to charge any electricity for 30 days. I'm not going to charge any gas for 30 days. I'm just going to make you stay still, and I'm going to stay still. What about the essential workers? Man, shut up. (laughs) Really? We do need doctors. Don't get me wrong, because it is not all COVID-19. But the doctors are not the only ones that are out here. Guess what? I'm looking at Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. She's a producer. She's here. I'm on the other side of the glass. I'm here. And then when I'm done doing this little goofy radio show, I'm going to go and be a producer for a show that comes from Tampa Bay. I'm here. I am not essential. Trust and believe. I don't feel essential. <laughs> you can, you think I'm essential? Call me at 877-711-5611. I'm not essential. But I am ready for change. We've changed so much around here. Change is going on. But at this moment, we need to stand still. Stop kicking these bar owners out. Stop charging them for the stuff that they're coming, that's, that's filling their bars up. Because they can't move the product like they would if it wasn't for the COVID-19. And nobody still has said anything about China. China has been getting mad at the U.S. And they're working on a cure. And if China comes up with the cure first, they're not willing to share it. We got to pay for it. What if we come up with the cure first? Does China have to pay? Of course not. This is America. This is America. Don't catch me slipping up. Ain't nobody got to pay, but there needs to be change. And I'm saying this right now. I don't care. Florida is hot. Shut up. Y'all need to go in the house. Los Angeles is hot. Shut up. Y'all need to go in the house. Chicago is hot. You need to go in the house. Shut up. 
We need to stop it, y'all. We need 30 days. They made us sit in the house for two weeks, and then we sitting there waiting by the TV, waiting by the phone, everybody talking about all the beautiful shows that they watching. Oh, let's go watch the the Game of Thrones. Let's go watch the OC, the whatever. Shut up. It's enough programming out there for us to watch, and we can stay in the house, and then you need to have people delivering groceries with hazmat suits on for 30 days. I'm getting upset because I'm tired of half sitting in the house and people half sitting. There. They put their little stupid mask on and they go stand in the public. No, that's not enough. Sit your tail down. I want to curse. I'm telling you right now, I want to curse, but I'm not because as soon as I curse, I get kicked off the air and I'm here for a purpose. And I should. I'm breaking the rules. America's breaking the rules. President Trump. You suck. You don't even want to wear your mask. You were taking medicine that you don't even need. But you are 74 years old. You got to respect that, y'all. My mother is in her 70s. And she has given me so much hell this past week. She don't want to change. And she wants to make up her own stories. She's 70 plus, 78 years old. Joe Biden is 78 years old. And y'all about to give him four more years, eight more years. Look, old people, I think the disease has been targeted strictly at you because you are the ones that we got to protect first. We're wearing the mask. And let me say this. If you're wearing a mask inside of a car by yourself, you, mm, mm, I want to curse at you so bad. <laughs> I'm not going to curse at you, but you're stupid. Who you going to give the COVID to? You think that the COVID is out there in the air and that's what's saving you is your mask? Let's flip that around. The mask ain't to prevent COVID from getting you. It's to prevent you from giving your COVID. So if that's the case, we should all just sit in the house for 30 days. 30 days. We got enough food to send it around. Man, stop trying to make a dollar out of 15 cent right now. Send that food to these people. I can't stand when homeless people walk up on me and be like, hey, bro, can you give me get social distance? Get your, get over there. But give him food. Give him water. Don't make him suffer. But quit asking me for the little bit of punk stuff I got, man. Get your scat. I, that's the best I got. It's scat, skedaddle. I don't want to curse at you. We have to stop this, though, y'all. And guess what? Waiting on Donald Trump to tell me to stay in the house? That's not going to do it. Because Donald Trump don't want you to stay in the house. He's a businessman. And honestly, I wanted a businessman as the president because I wanted a businessman to help businesses grow so we can help earn this money. But right now, I don't care who you are. You could be Donald Trump. You can't get the money you deserve. So guess what? Stay in the house. Stay in. What about, I'm lonely. I ain't got no girlfriend. I ain't got no. Shut up. Because you do. And if worst case scenario comes and you can't find a physical person, you always got Rosie Palm and her five friends. Can I get an amen? Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I used to talk to Rosie Palm and her five friends, but I, I, got, I got stuff to do. I'm, any event. <laughs> Do you still talk to Rosie Palm and her five friends? Give me a call at 877-711-5611. I got Nancy Drew cracking up, man. I love it.
But I'm serious, though. Stay in the house, man. Give us 30 days. That's change. <laughs> change is inevitable. We have no choice. We got no choice. We need to be in the house for 30 days. Your birthday coming up? Shut up. So what? And that's something... I was having a discussion about this last night. And we're the next segment, of course, is called Dear Darian, the Chronicles of the Americanite. But can you explain to me why it should matter what time you came from your mother's womb? That makes you the great citizen that you are. Scorpio season, cancer season, Leo season. I don't care. You are the person you are because of who you are, not what time you fell from your mother's womb. Come on, man. Debate me. I'm, I wish you would because you can't tell me that it matters. when you. I was born in July. I'm a cancer, and I hate saying cancer. I say cancerian. But guess what? I was two months too soon. I was supposed to be born in September, but my mother was going to college. She was in grad school. She was taking a final exam when her water broke. She was on her way. Her water broke on the bus. But she had three other kids before me, so she was like, oh, this... A little water ain't no, yeah, okay, I'm wet. So what? She got off the phone and off the bus, and this is before cell phones, and she tried to dial my auntie and tell her, I think I'm going to labor. My aunt was a nurse, she was like, girl, go to the hospital. This crazy woman sat down and tried to take the test. <laughs> the pain was in, I mean, I can only imagine you pushing a football out of there. And I wasn't even that big. I was a four-pound something else baby. She was she stretched me out of there because she was taking grad classes. I was supposed to be born in September. I was born in July. Why does that make me a great person? Why does it make me feel like I should be doing something different? It don't. I'm the bubber I am because of what I've learned. It don't matter that I was born in July. That's change, y'all. I uh I hate people that say that stuff. It's Leo's. And then you dog on the people who's not Leo's. You're, you're jackass. The Chronicles of the American Night are coming up, man. I got a couple of doozies. And I do want you to hear my man Marcellus Wyatt with La La Land. This boy is hot, man. He all over the border. He can make a song in anything. Marcellus Wyatt, y'all. WCGO 1590. Darian America Show. And I don't think I ever want to leave. No, it's like... Ah, welcome back to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. Man, I love that, man. My boy Jaheem, before he turned into, what's my man, uh, Dollism, <laughs> off a of Street Fighter. I don't know what what he wearing today, but yeah, uh, Jaheem was a little crazy. So we're going to go ahead into the Chronicles of the American Night. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can always call me at 877 877- 7-11-56-11. The Chronicles of the American Night is the Dear Darian segment that I do take on some questions and trust and believe I'm only a few credits short of my psychology degree. <laughs> but opinions are just like backsides. Everybody has one. And I got a pretty big backside, so I don't know if that makes my opinion any bigger. So you ready to mess with this Nancy Drew? Nancy Drew back there pushing buttons. Man, she working hard. I love her. <laughs> I love you too, and I am ready. That's my girl. Okay, so let's go ahead with this. Dear Darian, my best friend has recently run into problems at home. 
She got out, well, she got into an argument with the landlord, and now the landlord has kicked her out. She really has nowhere to go, and she's coming for me to support. I have my grandmother, my uncle, and now she wants to come. I already have my daughter, and I really don't have room. What should I do? Well, you know, I always let you kind of have a tackle at the first one, Nancy Drew. So what do you think she should do with this person? That's a tough one um, because we always want to be there to support our friends. But we do need to have, you know, our space and, and whatnot. If, uh, if you can let her in for, say, a few days, that's fine. Um, but I really think that this is the place where the church comes in mm. and can really help. And so I would say reach out if you have a church, reach out to the local church, mm. um, and see if there's some way that they can help. Oh, my God. I love Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. She took it to the church, y'all. <laughs> That's <laughs> not, right. I ain't mad at that. You know, because the church, it is a volunteer organization. And the church can be very messy, but it can also be very good. But that is a great thought to go with that. What you think, man? Should she reach out to somebody else for help? Well, let me throw my two cents in here. I know how you feel, sweetheart. And I wouldn't ask you to do something I'm not willing to do myself. You know, I, I have a hard time asking for help, but when I do ask, people look at me like he must really need some help because that dude will not ask. I will be out there in 0.0 degree weather trying to change a tire if I could. That's just me. Everybody ain't like me. I remember I showed up to class once when I was doing the Illinois Media School. I was the only person there. And the teacher still gave me assignments, and they looked at me, and they was like, man, I don't know what you're doing here. I don't know how you got here. I'm like, because I'm paying for it, and I wanted to be here. It didn't matter how late I worked at night, but I was going to be here, and I made it happen. Some people have to kind of get that kick in the backside. You know, I take a lot of crap off people. I have a – let me let me get on my high horse. I have a bachelor's degree. I have a new car, <laughs> and I have certifications, but – I know how to let the individual who's never left the block flourish. And there's some people who ain't never been outside of Chicago. They've never been off Drexel Avenue. They've never been past Crowder's Grove. They take the bus to the west side, and they feel so out of place. The west side looks like a whole other state to them. But the point is, you do have to help. But as a person in the situation of being homeless, and I've been homeless before, too. I lived in my tracker for a few nights. You got to be able to get your... You hmm, get your ass off your shoulders and get out there and make it do what it do. And if you're one who's relying on people and you're not trying to, to make your situation work, shame on you. But it takes a village to raise one. And sometimes it takes a village to take care of one. But don't let yourself fall by the wayside and not do what you need to do. So help your friend as best you can, but you don't owe that friend anything. And if that friend understood and was smart, they wouldn't have gotten that situation in the first place. And if you got to eat a little crow, sometimes you got to eat a mm sandwich. I've eaten a few. They don't taste good at all. I've eaten some here. But the fact is, I choked them down, and I got beyond it. And it's in the past now. I'm looking towards my present and my future. So, we got another one. I hope I, I, hope I help. I don't care. You know what I'm, I ain't no dang on psychiatrist, but I do my best. All right, check this one out. Dear Darian. I'm in a friendship right now. Well, what's the new word? Entanglement. Ooh, I'm so mad at Jada Pinkett for that word. And I'm mad at people for using it. Do you use that word? Call me at 877-711-5611. I'm going to say entanglement versus friendship. Right now, I'm in an entanglement that is very complicated. 
I've been hanging out with this guy for a very long time. We've talked on the phone, online, and in person every day for several months. We both get jealous of each other being out with a potential other person, and his body language signifies that he likes me more than just a friend. All my other friends and his friends say that he acts like he has, that there are feelings there, but he doesn't have anything to say, but we do have a connection and entanglement. <laughs> he centers all his activities on what I do on the weekends. Da, 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 da. Problem is, he tells everyone that asks him what he's going to do, and he's just, we're friends, and that's it, that's all. I have, during this time, fallen in love with him. Uh-oh. Don't want to lose our entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> But I want to be more than just a friend. What should I? What am I missing out? What should I do? Mm. Nancy Drew, I'm gonna let you uh, swing at that first. Mm. Uh, it just seems like he he's playing both sides of the fence here. Hmm. Um, he's giving you the idea that he wants to be with you, and your plans on the weekend are his plans on the weekend, okay. or um, you, you know, it's it, it's kind of complicated. It's an entanglement. Yeah, it is an entanglement. Was in too. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but I, I feel, and I hate to judge, but mm. I feel there's a bit of game playing here. Mm. And I don't like games. Mm. So I'm going to say, I would go up to him and say, hey, dude, this is how I'm feeling. Mm. I'm really falling for you. I'd be honest. Uh. And I, I need to know because this is just hurting my heart. And this ah. is heavy, and I if I if this isn't going uh -oh. anywhere, I need to I need to deal with it, and move on. That's what I would do. There you go, <laughs> and that's a married woman there, Nancy Drew, and she still look good. She says she's in the forty. Mm, I'm not gonna say you. her age, but Nancy Drew will put the smackdown on your Rudy Pooh candy <laughs> self. Okay, this is a good question because I don't believe in entanglements, but the big key to this is communication. You're not gonna get anything you want unless you flat out ask that person and if this person is just saying well, we're just friends we're just friends you may not be as attractive as you think you are and i know that wasn't where people thought i was going you may not be as fine as you think you know we have a lot of people in this world that has an inflated sense of self-worth you ain't that fine and if he's steadily telling you you a friend and he getting mad when you go out and you getting mad when he go out and you trying to hold back and he holding back and then you go and he go he's it's a game but he's not really feeling where you are right now. So my suggestion would be get your man. Get really, really dolled up as best you can. I mean, go to the gym, work around the house, run up and down the stairs, do something. Lose about 15 pounds and put on your best freakum girl dress. Then walk past him and see what he do. And, you know, you can be gracious to people. Guys, well, hey, baby, how you doing? Well, hello, sir. How are you? See what his response is. Push the envelope and see what he got going. And you may come up with an answer. So I hope that helped. And I hope you really, really enjoyed the Darien America show. WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. I'll see y'all next week, man. We're getting ready to do this. Going out the door. It's my man 50 Grand right here. Let's go. And you've been listening to the Darian America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.